Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Who Let's go! It's time! Cincinnati, we gon' rise and up. In the jungle, we unite and up. Trippin' on your black and white. Who day when we fight? Live and die in these stripes. Uh. Now who got a move rockin' on? Now who wanna move crossin' on? Now who wanna move out on? If you got stripes, then you let the city know you rock them. Yeah, we got them. Yeah, we fought them. Like that black and orange up on them. Welcome to Bad Internet Connections, Bengals and Brews. I am Del Altman, joined by Port Chop and Big Savage Greg. What's up, guys? What up, man? Another day. The internet just... started going out right before, you know, right before the show started. So we'll see if that holds up. You feel better, Greg? A lot better, guy. Let it better out than in, I always say. <laughs> hey, uh, I just woke up, so I was like checking out my not Twitter feed. It finally switched to X. So Your what X the fuck feed? do we call it? Yeah, no, like, I, I was checking out my X feed and got an update from James Rapine. Did you see that video? Guess who was working against Jamar Chase in the one? DJ Burner. It was a fucking question for Dale, Greg. You ruined it. Yeah, too late. yeah I, I literally have that up in front of me. James Rapine and Mike Petraglia both posted that video. And Jamar Chase still caught the ball even though it's been underthrown. So. Oh, yeah. It DJ Burner was getting a little burnt there. <laughs> it, I, it, it, hey, I'm fucking stoked about him. He's playing in the ones. Yeah, Cheeto's still, you know, working on on the side as part of it, but he has been bowling out, and this show is about training camp standouts. He has certainly been one of them, um, along with the other rookie that we drafted, and that's DJ Ivy. So both guys have been impressive. They said DJ had one interception, should have had a second one. Greg, you were there, man. Give us the breakdown Saturday. Starting well, with your sweaty no, balls. Here's the problem, though. I'm just going to tell you guys. Most of the time, the players were lined up behind in front of us and while they were doing plays, so it was kind of hard to see a couple of things. But I tell you what, though, man. T. Higgins went in the middle for one play. You see all the players standing here. I swear to you, it was like seeing a shark go up in the air catching a bird or something. Yeah, I mean, T. Higgins was just climbing up like this, but – they did do a goal, a few goal line plays uh, where we got to see at the end zone. And my boy, Yossi Boss, I was getting ready to take my shirt off and run after him in the end zone. He was so close to me and all that. But he didn't make any catches or anything, sadly. But DJ Ivy, though, man. DJ Ivy was shutting his ass down. 
Yeah, yeah, all right, all right. He was trying to say that, but the play of the day, Kwame Lasseter makes an unbelievable long bomb catch, like a one-handed catch or something. Shout out to him. He made a hell of a catch. So Lasseter, you know, he's doing what he can to fight for a spot. But DJ Ivy, man, oh my God, dude, he's just been tearing it up at camp. I mean, I mean, obviously we've heard the stories, but dude, we're seeing it with our eyes, man. I think this guy now is going to make the team. I think he could be a contributor, honestly, as a rookie. As we I continue think, getting into this, sorry, Chop, I wanted to at least right. address this because you've been asleep, so yeah, you may I have missed this. this. It's okay. It's been he, it's yes or no. Peter King it? saying he's back on that, and other people are saying that he's on it. But then he just told us last week he's not on it. So right. I, I until anything's official, I'm just going to be like, we'll wait and see. I'd love to see him on it because it'd be fun and entertaining. Right. But I mean, he well, talked about his privacy and things like hey, that. But maybe they well, said, "Here's a big Brinks truck, and we'll give you as much privacy as possible." Well, when, when when is it going to be next year or yeah it wouldn't be yeah. till like uh, they'd be, next they'd be filming anyways. it this season yeah oh, okay but I'm, no I'm, oh, go ahead all I'm gonna say is I was thinking this the other I was thinking this the other night or this morning or something it's all confusing but there was three quarterbacks in the last show and guess what one of them won the Super Bowl so it's not like it's got some kind of Madden curse or something you know what I mean that's fair the you best know. quarterback on the show last year. Won the Super Bowl. I'll tell you what, though, Anton, Anton, um, uh, I'll tell you what, Miles Murphy, I'll tell you what, though, man, when the players come out in the field, I mean, Miles Murphy's a whole different type of player, man. I mean, this dude looks like the Terminator or something. You would have thought it was Miles Garrett or something. I mean, Miles Murphy is just on a whole different level than these other guys. I mean, he is size just wise. Size-wise, oh, my God, dude. He, he, he looks like Miles Garrett out there. I, I am not joking. I mean, Miles Murphy just caught my touch. I'm like, oh my god! So, did, did you see him making any plays? Because that's no. there was one small clip, and he looked kind of lost. He's kind of doing this and then turning it all the way around, trying like it seems like there's still a lot of work to be done with his pass rush moves. But he's got a good guy to learn from, and Hobby and the rest of the guys on the D line. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, man, we did not get the best view at that one end zone. It was bad luck view for us. So. I couldn't see most of the time, but um, I tell you what, another big standout, Irv Smith Jr. Oh, my. They were lining him all the way outside. I mean, Irv Smith is going to be a mismatch for some linebacker. Like I said, I Dale, I mean, you were all for Irv Smith. I was never against him. I just hope he can stay healthy. That's the only thing. <laughs> Greg, that's knock on wood once right. again, buddy, because that, is the, biggest, that's all that is the biggest thing. Well, I, I mean – Come on, buddy. Uh, Make get the wood. <laughs> but uh, that's the thing, and that's always been the thing with him. It's never been about talent. He's a second no. out of Alabama. It's just getting him to stay healthy for a full season, you know. And he had to miss the whole season, but he's still like twenty four years old. That's the thing. There's so much there, and you know, maybe the bad luck's out of the way, and he can stay healthy for a season and, and ball out, and then he's gonna get paid. Exactly. No, no. He stood out. He stood out a lot. Obviously, it's hard to tell with offensive linemen at times, defensive line and all and all. But I tell you what, the yeah, Ivy did well. I mean, but yeah, like I said, if I had to pick my fed, the one that, that looked good the most, Irv Smith, man. Oh my God, dude. He's going to be a mismatch hell for some other teams. And like you were mentioning, T, like T has just played phenomenal Saturday. And I seen another good catch here from practice. Uh, shout out to. Mike Petraglia and James Rapine for always giving the videos and, and the good stuff there. So thanks to those guys. And and Dan Dan Hoard's always dropping his five observations after practices. So there's another guy, too, along with that tight end I want to mention. That's Tanner oh, Hudson. Yeah. I don't know that's if he good. stood out to you at all, but he's been standing out in uh, a lot of practices and catching touchdowns and multiple practices. And 
they think they might really have something there from the sounds of at least Dan Horde's excitement about him. Yeah, you know, Peter Hudson did not see much about him, but I have heard they're very high on some of these undrafted tight ends they have, uh, uh, that most people think. To be honest with you, they, like I said, with Wilcox back, I just don't see us adding another tight end. I just don't see it. Yeah, probably not. And, I mean, we've got the great Drew Sample. But uh, I'm thinking Tanner Hudson's gonna gonna really be tough to potentially knock off this roster, and he's played. You know, he played for Tampa Bay a couple years ago, so he's got some NFL experience. And now, and he was here on basically the practice squad the entire season last year, so he's got a year in this system. And if he can get up to speed, and he's making plays out there, and you know, obviously we want to see it translate into the preseason next. And if he can do it in the preseason, that's the guy to watch out for one of those 53 spots. I mean. I haven't heard a damn thing about Sample really or Asiasi. Wait, wait, wait. Hey, before we get off Tanner Hudson, what's was his uh wasn't his RAS score like one or two? No, you keep thinking of the undrafted guy this oh, year. Right. The okay. Trahan or something yeah. was that guy's name. Get that guy completely out of your head because right. he's not touching the fucking roster top. He's not yeah. probably touching a practice. I thought ball. that's who they were well, talking they, about. So, so Dale, another one I, I totally forgot to say who was the actor. Charlie Jones, man, Chuck Sizzle. Yeah. I'll put it this way. Cincy James picked the right time to wear that since that Bruce shirt. Because so, Sizzle was sizzling, man. I mean, he did a hell. He was just making catch after catch as we as we would want him to do. I mean, Chuck Sizzle impressed me. He was returning punts. Chuck Sizzle is going to be a big part of this team this year, man. And yeah, um, I mean, just listen uh, to all the weapons we're setting here naming. And, yeah. and that's not even Jamar Chase who's making all these plays or Tyler Boyd who's just the consistent pro veteran who's also been making some plays. The but, weapons we're naming so far, a lot of them are going to be sitting on the bench the majority of the plays. By the Trent, way, Irwin. Trent Irwin's another yes. guy that's been making plays. No, no, Trent Irwin, making plays too, man. I mean, Trent Irwin, like you said, he could be trade bait for some other team if we – I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, somebody might have to end up getting traded. Like and you said, like if Kwame Laster especially would make a push, then you're almost forced to trade somebody a wide receiver, you know, whether that be Trenton Irwin or – I mean, because you, you don't they, – they, there's too much with the Osavash to try to develop that. I don't see them not yeah. keeping him. You know, they're going to try to keep him around, but you get into those tough ro- roster crunches and cornerback is going to be another one. Then we've talked about that. Who the hell are you going to cut when all these guys can make plays? You know, you're going to squeeze out a Sidney Jones, who's a veteran. That very you may very well may have to squeeze him out of your roster. I think Alan George is probably in trouble, and don't yeah, you think the, so? The way DJ Ivy's playing, and, and right. it just depends if they keep five or six. Once again, I think they'll initially try to keep six, which may keep Alan George or Sidney Jones, but not both of them. I'd have to go with Sidney six. Jones, yeah. though, just because of the um, the veteran experience. By the way, I, I want to make a special shout-out to Jermaine Pratt. I mean, we all remember Sidney James last year when Jermaine Pratt threw in the ball and his son Mason got to keep it. Well, this time, the chance of this happening, mean, this is just such a cool story. Jermaine Pratt came around again, tossed the ball off Mason, then he tossed it back to him, said, give me the marker, signed Mason's ball, gave it back to James. I think James is in the same spot he was in last year. So shout-out to Mason and James for – getting Jermaine Pratt to sign that football they were wanting him to sign. So shout out Jermaine. That kid's having shout a Shout out life. Jermaine Pratt. Yeah, shout out Jermaine. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, battle, <laughs> we saw him out there. We really sure. didn't see much of the same. And then, uh, oh, sorry. Battle. No, oh, no, no. Okay, okay. Battle, yeah. we didn't really, I saw him out there, but I really didn't see 
notice much of the safeties. Like I said, man, our view just sucked at times, but we really didn't see the safeties do much, though. You know, like I say, I didn't, I didn't kind of get a good glimpse of the safeties. Um, but like I said, it was just like the catches T was making, Chuck Sizzle was making, and uh, that sweet catch Lasseter made. Like I said, the receivers just had a button, were the ones really tearing it up that day. Practice wise, am I cutting out again? Yeah, he said he's either practice wise. I think he must have probably said something before that. Yeah, I bet I haven't the, heard much about the safeties, right? No, me neither. No, I'm sorry, man. I haven't heard anything about the no, safeties. I haven't heard anything that could be a good thing or it could be a bad thing. You know, it's one of those things. I haven't heard anything, but uh, DJ Turner pork chop didn't really get to see, I didn't really see much of him. But like I said, the view just sucked. You good, Dale, or I'm going to try. It just keeps cutting in and out. There's not much okay. I can do. Yeah, but the safeties, I just didn't see much. But th- that could be – it's that not necessarily, not necessarily a good thing, but it's not necessarily bad. Sometimes no news is good news. I don't think I've heard Dax Hill's name the entire no. practice, mini camp before that. Now, I don't hear anything about him. I don't hear anything about Nick Scott. I've heard about Jordan Battle a little bit, barely at all, but that's just because he's a rookie and people are talking about if he's going to make a push to uh, – get that spot over Nick Scott, but that's it. I haven't heard anything about any safeties. It just makes you wonder if Lou is scheming that because he knows he lost Bates and Bell and he's almost scheming around them because yeah. he doesn't trust them yet. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I'm just speculating that it's weird not to hear like none of their names. Right. That is. I mean, we're hearing everything about all the different, um, you know, cornerbacks. Tell you what, speaking of quarterbacks, I, uh, Mike Pertaglia just tweeted this out. Uh, Jamar Chase, Cam Taylor-Brett made a sweet, sweet, made a sweet, uh, defended Chase really well near the sideline. He broke up a sweet sideline pass. You want to see that, man. I mean, that just shows you. I mean, like like you got guys like Cam Taylor-Brett and all these guys going up against these awesome receivers we have. I mean, that what better guys to practice against than maybe the best receiving core in the NFL, right? Yeah, they're both going up against number ones. On right, that's side. what I'm saying. And then in the slot, you got Tyler Boyd. Exactly. So this is great practice for a lot of these guys. Talk about fucking iron sharpens iron, man. It's some sharp ass iron. You want to know also interesting thing to point out. I think they gave him a day off. Uh, Carmen is working with the number ones today. I saw that. Maybe, maybe they're giving Jonah a day off. But you know, poor chef. I think we were. I think we, you and I, talked about this. If Carmen balls out, man, and they, he proves out to that he's better than Jonah. I mean, I'll it's put a possibility. I I'm not picking. Up, I am not picking up the phone. But I'm also. But I will also answer the phone. Ah, uh, no. They're going to keep him for line depth because we've been killed. All right, if, you get Dave, rid, if you get rid of Jonah, if you trade Jonah this last year when we're making a Super Bowl push and you put Carmen in there and something happens to him, what do we got, Cody, Cody Ford? Right. Now, Dave did make a good point. Yeah, I know they have a dog. I wouldn't say – I tell you what, Simi was making some passes, though. He was throwing some good passes, though. I'm not saying he's he would be our – he's going to he's gonna be like a Hall of Fame quarterback for us. Everything would be fine if he had to come in or – over when if Burrow was out for a long time, but Simi was making some nice throws. But now I, I get your point, though, Dave. Oh, Trevor Simeon was. Yeah, Trevor Simeon. Yeah, yeah. I, I heard that the uh, uh, the practice down there at Paycor was very inaccurate. Yeah, I mean that's the thing, man. When you have a QB, when you don't have that good of a QB, yeah, it gives you. A, yeah, yeah. I mean, look, there's a big drop off between Burrow and Simeon. We all know that, but I'm just saying. You know, still, you're going up against some damn good receivers. I mean, I mean, T. Higgins, man, let's just put this, let's just put this in the bag. I mean, T. Higgins is the best receiver. When there's like a 50-50 ball between the 
wide receiver in the corner. He is the best receiver in the league when it comes if, if, if the wide receiver in the corner going up for that ball. I mean, that's the guy you want there is T. Higgins. Oh, yeah. Hey, um, in the cornerbacks, though, man, how, how do you keep all that talent on the sideline? Dude, seriously. I, I mean, that's what you want. You want to load up the court. court job, I think I said, I, I said, I sent you a text on this. My friend yesterday, I, he's a good guy, but the fact that he tells me that tight ends are just as premium as corners, uh-huh. that is the most asinine thing ever. He's like, well, what about Travis Kelsey? Okay, one or two guys, maybe, but yeah. you sign a premium corner over a premium tight end. That's not an opinion, that is a fact. Uh, you want, I mean, that's the more than besides a quarterback or maybe a left tackle. You want a premium corner. I mean, and this is the one, and this is a position you want like that and pass rusher that we loaded up on. These are what you want to load up on is corner and like pass rusher, those types of things. Well, that's what I wanted in the draft. But when my guy left in the first round, the second round guy that I wanted is the one that we picked. Yeah. And and you know what, man? I, man? You know me. I was all team Michael Mayer 100%, man. You know, now it's like I don't care anymore that I've moved on. I mean, and I'm glad, you know, I'm glad that they don't listen to me at times, man. I mean, Loading up on corner, loading up on all uh, on the defensive line. I mean, that's what you want, man. Here's my boy. What's my up, boy Anthony? Awesome seeing you Saturday, bro. Oh, you saw him down there? I did see him down there. Does smell like the chopped cheese sandwich still? <laughs> he was going to bring me one to the practice, and I thought that's not going to be good sitting in the car. Plus, I ended up not going yeah, to the well, practice. Well, Anthony, I, I still don't think we're going to trade Jonah. That's just not going to happen. I think, you know, but, you know, you, the old saying, never say never, but you, you you just never know. I'm trying to think. But, yeah, poor chap, as I was telling you guys, it was just so hot outside. It was just, oh, my God, dude. I mean, I give those guys props for practicing out in the hot weather, man. It was just brutal there. I mean, I know you were wanting to come out, but you told me once you stepped outside, you're like. Bro, I couldn't walk to the truck. I couldn't right. walk to Big Fancy. It was hot. I'm not oh, used dude, to it, 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 for those For those, for everybody that made it out there Saturday, kudos. I mean, it was rough out there. And, you know, funny thing, yeah, supports up after practice ended. We were all 158. They wanted us and the fans, like, to cheer for plays that happened in the past. Dude, we're, like, all tired. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we're, we, they wanted to hear our chants, like, when Sam Hubbard scored the touchdown. Dude, I barely had enough energy. But, I, but dude, same essence, as hot as it was, I was so happy to see a bunch of uh, old Bengals friends, man. It was so awesome. Yeah, I, I missed that once I saw the photos of everybody down there. But uh. but no, poor, 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 poor chap, man. I don't blame you. Like I said, I, I understand why people didn't go. You know, if you didn't go because of the heat, I wouldn't blame you. But, I mean, you know, I, I just like going down there every year, man. It's just it's just so awesome. It's just a great experience every time I go down there. Yeah, I'll see him soon enough. Plus, we got a game coming up here just in a uh, few weeks, right? Exactly. And I'm looking for – I cannot wait. I love front man pork chop Friday night games. That's such a cool night, man. Friday night, 7 o'clock. That is such a cool night for a game. Isn't the uh, – the there's a practice that's open to the season ticket holders that's um, Green it's Bay. It's there tomorrow, I think. Well, Green Bay – when Green Bay comes in, don't is – there's an yeah, open that's practice right. season I, ticket holders, right? I think they do, yeah, because uh, – uh, someone, uh, someone gave me their ticket. Uh, Meg Burkhardt gave me her ticket last. She couldn't go last year, and she uh, she gave me her ticket. Uh, you know, it was cool because there was there's still a lot of people there, but like it wasn't like open to the whole public, so you actually had room to walk around in. And it was so cool seeing like it's even cool seeing Matthew Stafford, Aaron Donald, Cooper Cup. Like it's cool to see some of those. Now you're not gonna Packers. Let's face it, man. No Aaron Rodgers. You know, you'll see Jordan Love. You may right. see a couple of good guys here and there. Nothing to write a book about or anything, but still, it's cool to see. Teams got practice with one another. It's really cool, man. Right. Yeah. Uh, well, plus, you know, they're going to go a little bit more on each other. 
Yeah, exactly. You know, you'll see more one-on-ones. But yeah, you know, the safe back to the safeties though, man. I'm still not worried about it because in Louis Trust and all that. It was cool. I was right, we were sitting right behind uh Dan Horde and Dave Lapham, and I yelled out to Dan Horde, coffin nails, and he smiled, turned around me. So I thought that was really cool. Kenny Anderson was there. He would he didn't come around us. Um, but yeah, like I said, highlighted it was just so cool that whole Jermaine Pratt story with James and it, it, his son Mason was just so awesome to see. I mean, that's just a priceless thing to see down there, you know. Well, when you're down there, Anthony says, what's the biggest drop in performance positions on Saturday? Uh, that's a good question, Anthony. It's hard to tell with offensive line and defensive line. It's really hard. Um, I don't know, man. I, that's a good question, Anthony. Uh, I don't think there is a drop-off from last year, if you're talking about last year. That's I what know. I'm saying. I really don't think there is. I tell you what, I, I, I want to point out something else. It wasn't a drop-off, obviously, but – Chase Brown came in and made some nice plays, man. Chase Brown, I think, is going to be a special player for us. But you know what, man? I go back and forth thinking this, man. I still think Travion Williams is going to get more, be in there more than Chase Brown because Travion is known for his blocking. I think Travion's going to take over the P. Ryan role. I still think they're going to find ways to fit Chase Brown in there. I just don't think it's going to be a lot more, a lot as people think it's going to be. Did you see, did you see, were they using him as a blocker? Williams, I like I said, man, I really didn't see. I I really couldn't see that well, man, because of like they said, the players were all in front of us, so it was hard to see at times. Like mainly, it was all the big catches I saw, or if there was an interception. Ivy did have an interception. Ivy, though, man, some of the uh, like like I Yossi said, Yossi right? Yossi Vosh, you know, he, a plays, he was guarded pretty well though at times. Not gonna lie to you, as much as I want to speak highly, he was just, but he was heavily guarded really well right. sometimes. But you know, like, back to what Dave was saying. So the quarterback Sydney man was just making throws. Like when you're trying to throw those fades in the end zone, you're not going to expect him to make those throws. I mean, that's the problem. Man. We didn't have Burrow out there, so wasn't enough to see. You know, if you know what I'm saying, it wasn't really. You know, so they didn't have like the world's. I'm not trying to come after Simeon or anything, but they just didn't have the world's best quarterbacks throwing. You know. So when you okay, so earlier just not too long ago, you were talking about Chase Brown. Yeah, and you're saying he looked pretty good out there. Yeah, he made a couple of like cool running plays down the middle. Running plays. That's what yeah. I was wondering. Is he is he looking good like as a runner? Or is he looking good as a pass catcher? Runner, they, they gave him a bunch of running. They threw a little short passes, I believe, to him. Like I said, but yeah, like I said, I managed to see one good run he had up the middle. But like I said, man, it's hard to tell with that type of stuff because you're not allowed to make any contact. You're not allowed to tackle anybody or anything. But Chase Brown, though, man, I, I'm still heavily excited for. Yeah. So when did they get their? Um, when do they put pads on? Uh, when do they put pads on? Uh, that's a good question. I do not know. Uh, well, I, I just saw this up. Man, dude, Irv Smith breaking away on a broken play in the back of the line end zone and catches the touchdown. Irv, dude, CTB, do it. I mean, like I said, he's performed. But Irv Smith, man, I think you could argue that dude's the MVP of camp right now. It's Irv Smith. I mean, like I said, along with Charlie Jones, I think Irv Smith. I mean, like, I don't want to say T. Higgins because we all know T. Higgins is good. Now, he's getting better. He can get better, obviously. But we all knew T. Higgins was good, but Irv Smith, man, from what I'm hearing, I think he's been the MVP of camp so far. Well, no, him and uh, him and DJ Ivy. DJ Ivy's been the MVP of defense. It sounds like I think they've been talking a lot about DJ Ivy because he was taken in the seventh round, right? Right. Yeah, he was. I the think seventh that round. I think that uh, I've heard of a lot of different people, uh, reporters that are down there inside the building talking about how DJ Turner is playing his ass off, and he's like camp standout among the rookies. Right, right, exactly. I think DJ Ivy's doing a lot better than people expected being a seventh-round pick, but I think that there's a difference. There's a, a clear difference between the DJs. So, obviously, other news over the weekend, Pork Chop. Um, 
Eli Apple signs with the Dolphins, and I'm happy for him. I I, I kind of wish we would have gotten Eli. I, I don't think Eli was going to come back. Eli was waiting for some team with like the Dolphins. I think he was waiting for a big injury to happen because he wants to start. I don't blame him. He deserves to be starting. He deserves a shot to start, but I'm not going to lie to you. I would have liked to have had Eli Apple back just for insurance, but at the same time, man, I'm not too worried about it. You know, well, I'm very that's what I was thinking. Like what something had to be going on inside the building for them to not bring Eli Apple back and sign Sidney Jones. Well, Sidney Something Jones. had to be going on inside yeah. the building with Eli Apple. I thought it was funny that he went to uh, Miami. The only team I would have thought it was more funny that he went to is if he went to Kansas City. But um, do you see how they asked Tyreek Hill? They asked him permission before they brought in I did Eli not Apple. see that. No, yeah, well, they I mean, asked well, him how I mean, it was going to be in the locker room look, if they brought Eli Apple down there, and Tyreek well, Hill said, that's all internet stuff. He was like, it's just social media bullshit. He was like, yeah. it's going to be fine. Right, well, the thing of it is, like, you know, let's face it, man. Eli Apple did burn his bridges in New York and New Orleans. I mean, he burned – I didn't think that was a smart thing to say when he was in Cincinnati. I'm like, dude, man, just be grateful you're doing good, man. You don't need to be saying all this. There were times I'm like, Eli, just calm down. But at the same time, man – he did a hell of a job for us. People kept telling me how much of a bust he was. He was never a bust for us. He had to come in last year and be a number one corner. He did a great job for what he had to do. Was he perfect? No, but he did a great job for what he had to do. Hey, on that opening video that we got here, YB Assad sings uh, Eli Apple chirping like a next tell. What receiver do you think when he when what what receiver comes to mind when you hear that lyric? Eli Apple chirping like a next tail. What does that mean? I don't. It means he's like talking smack. He's out there chirping. Oh boy, he well, he, that's still a lot. It could be to anybody. He could be a quarterback. Uh, he's done so much. Probably Tyreek Hill. If you that's think what about I it. feel like, like if you if you pick a receiver that Eli Apple directly had beef back and forth with publicly, it was Tyreek. Well, Hill. when he stopped, I tell you what, man, on that two point conversion before halftime where the uh, Chiefs got a little cocky and he stopped Tyreek Hill, that was awesome to see, man. And um, I, I'm pretty sure the Eli Apple's uh, statistics against Tyreek Hill are really leaning in the favor of Eli Apple. I did not see this. Look at what Charles wrote down here. Did you see that fight? And Browns came in. A lot of fights going out these days. I mean, Kelsey getting into a fight. God dang. Guy punched the face mask off another teammate and hurt himself. Another guy got hurt. Backup tackle. Hey, that's why they call him the fucking clowns. Hey, you know what, man? Whatever. But, I mean, yeah, that's crazy right there, man. But, yeah, like I like I said, though, man, I mean, you know, camp right now, man, like I said, we'll know more in the preseason. I mean, the preseason's a big – you know, like I said, man, the preseason, I look forward to the preseason a lot because it's going to be guys. I'm, I don't want show to be playing in the preseason. I, I admit, I would have liked to have seen a series, but, you know, it's just not – I just don't I just don't want to see him play. Now, the offensive line needs to play a couple series since we just got limited. Because, remember, last year we criticized them for not playing them in the preseason because – it took the new offensive line, what, court shop, like three or four weeks to finally mold yeah. together. Mm -hmm. So I think we need to have a couple of times where we're like, hey, just play a series or two and see where we're at here, you know? Yeah, well, we got new pieces on the right and we got new pieces on the left that haven't worked with each other. Alex Kappa hasn't worked with Jonah Williams. He's on the opposite side of the line as Jonah Williams was playing the last two years. And uh, same thing with uh, Orlando Brown and Cordell Volson. They got to get that rhythm together, and there's no better spot than, like, full speed at um, – at one of the games. No, exactly. Exactly. Man. I mean, no, exactly. And I know some other guys, people are complaining. Why? Because I heard Max Sharpen was getting snaps. Look, they're probably giving guys some rest here and there. 
Max Sharping, I liked, although he, I know he messed up horribly in that Kansas City game, but, you know, as a backup, I'm okay with Max Sharping. I, I'm fine with that. You know, I'm not going to complain or anything, you know, but uh, other than that, though, man, you know, like I said, I think we have to. Got to give some of these guys some reps. Like I said, Jackson Carmen, I'm not ready to give up on yet, but still, I still, I still full expect. Hey, I'm 98% sure Jonas is going to be a right tackle this season. Oh, hell yes. Yeah. I mean, it would have to be, uh, you know, an awfully sweet deal to get Jonah away from here. Yeah, it would have to be something like, oh, my God, man, I- I'm stupid not to do this. I- it would have to be a player in some draft picks, and we know that's just not going to happen. I guarantee you, they were trying to trade him, but they're like, look, this is stupid. I'm not- I-, I admire the Bengals for doing this. I'm like, look, we're not just going to give him away empty-handed or anything. Yeah, uh, I mean, come on, man. Jackson Carmen next year, Jonah Williams this year. Hey, who knows? Maybe Jonah Williams does great this year, and he maybe Cincinnati offers him something, and we get those two tackles solidified for the future. I don't know. I mean, stranger things have happened, although yeah. I don't see it happening. I think Jonah Williams is probably going to play for another team this next year, but this year he's a Cincinnati Bengal. Right, exactly, exactly, man. So, you know, um, yeah, well, no more move going forward. I'm trying to think. What else did I see in camp? Uh, Money Mac was making kicks in practice. Obviously, they tried to have him do a 70-yard kick, and he missed it, but we're not going to be expecting that or anything. You know, it's just not going to happen. But, I mean, you know, Money Mac, people get on Money Mac at times for a bunch of kicks he made. What's up, James? bunch of kicks he missed last year. Look, he's still a good kicker. I mean, some. I mean, it's easy to pick on a kicker. But, I mean, he's still, in my opinion, a top-five kicker. I'm not worried about Mac at all. You know, uh, Chris – Mac- Is there even another kicker in there for Cam? No. No, it's just Mac. They don't even have no. anybody kicking, right? No. All right. No, no. And, obviously, Christmas back. So happy to hear he's back. Um, you know, I still fully expect it to be Brad Robbins. You know, I just don't – I mean, we all want to root for Christmas, you know, for – what and, like, you know, if may the best one win, you know? Hey, being a good guy doesn't get you the spot on the road. No, it does not. I mean, you kind of want it to be that way, but that's just not how it works, you know? And, yeah. you know, we interviewed Brad Robbins on here, and he seems like he ain't out there door dashing. No, no, no. He, yeah, but he's, but a, he's good a good guy. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, Travis, yeah, Christopher, uh, yeah, Travis Kelsey punched a teammate, two different practices. I mean, you know, Kelsey is a very, very, he's a very, what can I, prick. very passionate prick. person. Prick. Not passionate. It starts with a P. It's a prick. Yeah. Uh, Dave, I did not get any sweet autographs. Look, I'm going to let gotta you tell on. me so I can keep up with you. I'm going to let you in on, on a story. What's that? You got to tell me so I can keep up on it. Oh, sorry about that. Sorry. I, I, I got to get used to this. Um, yeah. Dave, I did not get any autograph. Here, I'm, I'm going to tell you all a story. I used to be that autograph guy. love getting autographs, but dude, let the kids get them first. The kids deserve them before the grownups do it. That's, I mean, that's just how it needs to be. The kids deserve it first. Uh, is that what happened at Christmas? Is he got uh, in a car crash? I did not know that. Uh, I don't know what he was in the hospital for. I have no idea. I did not hear that. Uh, Charles, I'm not calling you a liar. I just didn't hear that. Uh, Ooh. Yeah, so let's see. We're talking about the uh, offensive line, the defensive line, Miles Murphy. Uh, I did see Jackson Carmen defend uh, one play. I saw him defending against uh, Sam Hubbard. And he did a pretty good job on that one. Well, Port Chop, so oh, oh, here we oh look who's coming back. Hopefully. Up, oh, look at that. Look at that. Your background well, changed. I'm on my phone, so my house, so we'll see. Gotcha. Well, 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 Dale, we were just pretty much covering uh let's see, what were we covering most of the time? Port Chop, uh 
miscellaneous camp notes. Yeah, like, all much. over the place. Well, like I said, we like you know we were talking about safeties, and like, and I said, look, no news can be good news at times. You know, that's when Dale was on here. Oh, that's uh, that's when Dale was. We, on. we were, we're talking, talking a lot about, about the offensive line. We we're talking yeah. about mainly the right hand side of it. Right, Jack Carmen's uh, taking reps at number one, Dale. I mean, look, I think they're just giving Jonah Day off, but I think it's good. Carmen's also getting some shot at with the number ones, right? Oh, whoa, shit! <laughs> Thank God that wasn't a black cat. Um, yeah, I, I'd say Jonah because I mean he's coming off of surgery and not being healthy during the off season, so I don't know how much of that is rest and how much of it's a true competition. Like, I'm curious to know. I'd love to hear like them interview. Frank Pollock. I've not been talking for 20 straight minutes, Dave. See, I'll let you talk, Port Chop. I got in 11 minutes worth of talk. I'm looking at 31 minutes, so I got in 11. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a lot of back and forth. Yeah. No, I don't know what the problem is. Like, it was, I was having internet issues last night. I don't have to call and rip Spectrum's ass, but you know, they don't care. Well, yeah. Money, right? Nah, they'll give you a eight hour window to come out and check it out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, with Post Portsmouth, you got to add two hour driving time on that for oh, yeah. to, to get there. You got to add three days to when they can get to you. Yeah. Uh, what's I going to say? I don't know. Hmm. That damn mush brain again. I know. Well, I mean, I, my brain is just waking up. I mean, I'm not going to lie, though, man. Seeing that fucking. I know. Look. I know DJ Turner got beat on that pass by Chase, but he got beat by Chase. This Everyone, man got beat by Chase. He hasn't taken a snap in the NFL yet in a real game, and he got beat by Chase. And it lo- and I'm just excited to see him out there with Chase. Everyone gets beat by Chase. Fucking A right. Just a fact, man. The NFL corners all the time getting beat by Chase. Like, he's top five in the NFL. Mm-hmm. But no, top. I mean. Now you see Cam Taylor Britt. Cam Taylor Britt's like, gosh, give me anyone but Chase. I'm going to ball out, you know, because he's had to go against them for all last week. It seemed like it was those two back and forth. You think he's standing on the sideline? He's like, yeah, buddy, get in there, DJ, against Chase. You want to see what's up, motherfucker? Go on. Let's see what's up. Yeah. And then when he comes over to the sideline after that, Cam Taylor Britt's like, fucking told you. There you go. You got beat, didn't you? I I think Cam's the type of guy, though, that he loves it. Like, he's loving going against Chase every day. Like, Hell yes. Like yes, I, he is. Like. Say that again? So that turns him on. Oh, yeah. You're right. Boner City. That's Hey, shit turns me on, man, watching him go out. I need to get down. God damn, man. We need a break in this weather because I'm fragile. And I also need a chair because I don't like standing up. Well, you That's can why take, I need our. Right? You have to get you a lawn chair if you don't have one. You take a lawn chair down there, Greg? No, I don't think you can. I tried to take an umbrella in there one time when it was raining. They don't let you take that in. That's mm. stupid. They don't have enough seating. They should let people bring in lawn. No, right? I, I agree with you, but apparently it's a, no. You have to have a clear bag where they can see your stuff. I had my like a little uh, black bag, Bengals bag, and they're like, "Sir, you have to throw that out." I'm like, "Are you kidding me?" Even, and like, I mean, that's just ridiculous. Even for practice. Yeah, for practice, like people were throwing their umbrellas to the side, and they're like, "We are not responsible if those get taken or anything." I'm like, "Well, that's stupid." Uh, are you talking about in Paycor? Are you talking about the practice field? Practice facility. Wow, hmm. that's, that's I, I, stupid. I mean, even when it's rainy, that you're not allowed to take an umbrella in there. I, 
The umbrella, fuck it, I'll get wet, man. But I, I need to sit my big fat ass down. I need a chair. Yeah, no, a lot of people, a lot, but no, you're allowed to sit down on the ground for practice, but that's stupid. I mean, you should be allowed to bring in a chair. I mean, that's just ridiculous. Yep. Hey, let me just shout out here to Dustin Croft sending us a $5 super chat. Thank you, Dustin. We appreciate it. That Thanks, way my kids won't starve. They can eat fucking Cheerios instead of fucking just regular O's. Uh, if Derek pays me, that giant fucking check that I got last month made my truck payment. Uh, with the secondary, a lot of rotation. I can see DJ being on the field in place of Hilton against the teams with speed. DJ has to be on the field. What are your thoughts on that, Dale? Uh, I could see him rotating in some. I mean, Hilton's damn good, but yeah, if there's one thing that he does sometimes have trouble with, it's that in size. And I mean, Turner's a little bit longer too, so I could see, you know, if it's a speed and size mismatch sometimes and, and they seem to be picking on him, then maybe you got to go that way. But I don't know. Mike, Mike Hilton's one of those guys that's a leader. He's one of the top blitzers in the NFL, you know, especially secondary player-wise. He's hard to keep off the field overall, but yeah, I mean, DJ Turner's out there proving that he deserves some reps too. So you got to be able to find him a place somewhere and he just might be the extra corner all around. And you got somebody, you know, when they have a tight end matchup, you know, maybe it's him. Maybe that's the guy we, we see out there guarding Travis Kelsey or something like that. You know, it wouldn't surprise me. What do you, do you see DJ Turner as more of a uh, inside and a slaughter outside? Corner. I think overall he's going to be outside corner. I think after okay. this year he starts for Cheeto, but this, I mean, this year you have a little flexibility with him. I just, I hate moving guys around too much. Like if he, if he's more natural outside, I prefer to keep him outside. Same thing with Dax. Like I think Dax is going to be a better at safety. I hate it when we moved him to like slot corner, but. And then we got a question about Tanner Hudson. Yeah, we talked about him earlier. Where? Oh, yeah. there you go. The, oh, I didn't even know you could hit him. There you go. I, I could definitely see uh, Tanner Hudson making the team. I don't know about playing time. I think it would depend on Irv Smith, right, if he can stay healthy or not. If Irv Smith's dinged up, Tanner Hudson might be a guy that gets playing time, especially we, we don't know about Wilcox, right? We know that he was signed, but he was put on injury reserve. Mm -hmm. Right. So what does that really mean for his availability? Well, what do you guys think? What do you think, Greg? What do you think about Tanner Hudson and, and the old tight end's rotation? Well, like I said, I didn't get to see much of it. Um, I, I, did, I, I could have sworn I saw a tight end that got hurt that was limping off the field, I think, but I don't know who it was. But, you know, Tanner Hudson, to be honest with you, Dale, I, know, I really didn't hear much about him or anything, but I someone did tell me that they are very, very confident in these, some of these young guys, and that's fine. If they're confident, who am I to, who am I to question, you know? So – you know, like I look at Wilcox, undrafted free agent, man. And now he's proven to be a good, decent backup in the league. So, you know, maybe we got something going here with these backup to with these develop with these undrafted tight ends, you know? Well, they're only going to keep three, aren't they? On the active you, roster. Yeah. They've kept four at times, but this roster and the depth of receiver, I think it'd be hard to keep four tight ends. So that's Irv Smith. That's your best friend, Drew. And then the third – I mean, that's what they're going to do. Maybe. I we, I don't know. They're going to do it just because they're going to fuck with you, probably. <laughs> probably, you're right. <laughs> yeah. And then who's the third – if that's the two, then who's the third? I mean, Ossie, Ossie like – Wait, wait, wait. has that, but that's the thing. I have heard zip 
zilch from him. And the Patriots giving up on him, you know, last year as a third-round pick just the year prior says that they didn't see enough in him to want to keep him around to develop. So it just makes you wonder, like, he didn't really do a lot last year. He just seemed like a decent blocker. But if you've got sample, like, I think you only need one of them to stay as a blocking-type tight end. I don't think you need both, especially you need somebody that can back up Irv Smith, that can catch the ball a little bit. So that's where I do think Tanner Hudson makes it because he can catch the ball a little bit. That's all you've got to have somebody if Irv Smith goes down. And I think Wilcox can do that too. But once again, I'm almost thinking like Wilcox could start on pup. Now I say this and he'll be activated off the pup list tomorrow. Who you know? is who is the one that was uh practicing long snapping too? Was it Hudson. also Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if they got him practicing long snapping, the only long snapper we got on team is Alamidas, then there's a good shot if you can snap that fucking ball, you're staying because it cost us it cost us the number one seed last year, let's be real. Right? Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, we started off the season shitty because our your best friend, Clark Harris, goes down, and then the next week it transitions to that. We still they still didn't have continuity with uh snapping the ball the next week as much as they, they did with uh with Clark, you know? So need somebody in there backing up that can snap the ball. And uh I mean he could, Matt. He could. I think he could. I it just depends, like, because, I mean, what has he really shown? I mean, he had one average season here, but they've always liked him. They brought him back for a reason, I guess. But we'll see. I think it's something to watch. I don't think he has a guaranteed spot by any means. No. You know, and if Tanner Hudson comes out here, balls out, and let's just say Ossie looks pretty good in the preseason as well. We know Irv Smith isn't going anywhere, so, you know, maybe Sample just gets squeezed out. I mean, it could happen. But right now, I'd, I'm kind of with you, Chop. I think right now, Sample likely has a spot. Somebody's going to have to right. take that from him. That's like 90, 85, 90% that he's going to make the team. But, I mean, we can always hope that somebody comes in. And I don't hope that he doesn't make the team. I just hope somebody comes in better, and that's why he doesn't make the team. You know what I mean? Yeah, and then your son's asking about the backups on the O-line. So, uh, yeah, I don't see Adenergy making it this year either. I mean, he could. But that's the thing, right? We've got Carmen, we think, as a potential super super uh, sub for the tackle spots. You know, swing tackle type guy. Also Ex- Cody tackle. Ford, same deal. Yeah. And you got Cody Ford that could make the roster. They brought uh, the Sharping back at guard. They've got uh, Brown back there, Ben Brown, that could compete with Trey Hill for interior spot. So... How many do you think they keep? I think they usually keep eight, eight or nine. Well, if they that keep are, eight, they, then that's three backups, right? Yeah, at least for their active. And they might have a guy or two inactive. Whoa. So if you, and it, a lot depends on LC, right? Is LC start on the pup? That gets you another guy on the oh, roster. Yeah. I'm quick. sure he's going to start on the pup. If he doesn't start on the pup, it's him and Carmen are the first two. And both of them can play guard also. Um. I think Sharping's got a spot. They wouldn't have brought him back. Right. And then you got to have a guy that's more of a center. So I think Trey Hill or Ben Brown one make it. So, And they're going to keep Adenogy just because they always keep Adenogy somehow. I, I, I don't. I think it's time for him to go. I, <laughs> I hope it's time for him to go, man. For some reason, that guy, you can't get fucking rid of him. He's like herpes. Him and Deontay Smith. Deontay Smith, I know we were had high hopes for. Greg, I know you've talked about him as a fourth-round pick just uh, two or three years ago. But he hasn't done anything. He, 
every time they go to Adenogy or someone else over him. I had such high hopes for him. He had the long arms, like a, the huge wingspan. I was so excited for him, man. I thought he was – all they said he needed was some coaching. I mean, just didn't work. It just doesn't seem like it's working out, man. He had his opportunities. just doesn't seem like it's there. You know, it's just one of those things. Oh, man, I went to click on the other one. What the hell? Uh, when that when it's moving, man. It I know, I know. And that took me a second. But uh, Jake Brown taking that role over Trevor Simeon ain't going to happen. No. I don't know, guys. He's making plays. I'm I'm a big Jake Brown guy. Jake Browning guy also. I know you are. He made plays in preseason last year. He's a little more mobile, like, and he's out there. I think making just as many plays, if not more. And they're rotating him and Simeon as who gets the reps with the ones. So, hey, just so Antoine knows, I pulled this comment up. Antoine, <laughs> it was pork chop, not nail. Yeah, he did that one. Not being ignored. <laughs> So, yeah. oh, sorry. I was assuming this was about Adenogy. Like, oh, yeah. Essentially, right. all the trades. Oh, or Deontay. Could be Deontay Smith because he certainly has everything ideal frame size for a left tackle. But man, he sucks when he's on the field. I, it's probably Deontay Smith he's talking about. But Adenogy could say the same about, right? Yeah. And I, I do just... think Greg went to sleep. You told him he was not yeah. much, David. So he went to sleep. <laughs> no, I'm not asleep. You said Greg ain't shut the fuck up for 20 minutes, so he took a nap. <clears throat> you heard his feelings and right. went to sleep. I'm not asleep. He's probably just mad that you didn't want to do a Saturday show. Of course, that's he, true. But John, yeah, no, no, no. Saturday off, David. Never. Yeah, David. What did I do to you, man? I was getting home, man. I was all ready to do a show. Then I'm like, no update, Dave. What did I do to you, Dave? Yeah. Hey, and also, you know, I agree with Christopher Crowley, Jackson uh, Kirkland. Yeah. He's got a shot, man. Coming out of Washington, he's really good. He just had a lot of injuries. Right. I mean, he would have been a draft pick. He just – all the injuries mounted up in his career. And uh, he's a little older, so I think he's like 25. But, you know, he's played a lot at Washington, and he's come, it's not like he hasn't been around the block. And if he could stick, I mean, it's one of those guys maybe hope to get him on the practice squad, but if he's just out there better than other people, give him a shot, right? I want to see some new faces. We've seen – yeah. What's happened the last couple of years? I tell you what, I want to see the same goddamn five faces the whole year. Well, those faces, <laughs> yeah. the backup, the backup faces, yeah, right? I don't want to be a Denigy and Deontay Smith and right Trey Hill. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, even if even if LC starts on the pup, he's coming back at some point. And to be honest, I hope they don't get rid of him just because I'm afraid if they keep him, we stay healthy all year and we didn't need him. If they get rid of him, some shit's gonna happen. Uh, unfortunately not. I think he played some tackle at Washington, but he's coming in here as a guard. I don't think he's ever played center. He's kind of a bigger dude. I don't know if he could do it. If he could, that would just be the more you could do to make the roster. But I, I think he's probably too tall and just not something he's really, he's had a lot of, I feel like he's had a lot of knee issues. And then Hunter makes a good point here. I mean, probably why Simeon will be the main backup, just more consistent, reliable, older veteran, you know, but is that going to win you a game if Burrow's down? Maybe. Uh, depend, it depends I don't on where we hit it in the schedule. Be better be someone shitty. To me, I need that son bitch Jake Browning, the wild card out there, running around like crazy and throwing El Marys. Something totally Burrow. different than Burrow is what you're saying. Yeah, give, me the, give me the crazy bastard. You need guns. that fucking crazy inaccurate guy. Run around like a fucking idiot. Someone complete opposite of Burrow. Like you five interceptions in a game. But <laughs> yeah, right. There you go. We need uh, like Finley. 
like Ryan Finley, the oh, Cincinnati God. legend. Oh, he had one game, guys. One game. That one game was legend. The one Dude, game was legend. It was, man. They literally traded up at the top of that fourth round and passed up Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, who should have been a second-round pick in that draft, and said, let's take Ryan Finley. And I was like, you dumb motherfuckers. They got him for that one game against Schittsburg. I think um, I think it was uh, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson and Max Crosby was like two of the next picks. <laughs> well, it's a good thing we didn't get Max Crosby, right? Two pro bowlers. Right, exactly. Two freaking pro bowlers they had to trade up to get. Uh, don't remind me, chap. Ugh, brutal. Who was it drafted Ryan Finley? It was Marvin Lewis, right? No, it was Zach Taylor. Yeah. Was it I, really? It was his first year, wasn't it, Dale? I think that was his first draft. That was when they came in late, right? Yeah, they got that and Dale's best buddy at in, in round two. Was that the same draft, Craig? God, yeah. Was... Let me check. Yeah, we, we'll always give him that, Jesse. We got to give the Ryan Finley smile in the end zone, man. That, we'll always have that moment. That one where he's laying on the ground and they're <laughs> on top of him and he's got that fucking smile going, man. That was that. That is awesome. That's why he gets lifetime cheese conies at Skyline. Anytime he goes in there, man, they throw a couple fucking uh, cheese conies to him, or at least they should. And Greg, you're probably right. James seems to agree with you, but you can confirm it for us. And Antoine, yeah, I think it was, uh, what was that, Wednesday or Thursday last week that John Ross said he retired. He did retire. That I sold two bottles of blends I sold for his jersey. Uh, don't remind me. <laughs> you you bring it up every time his name's mentioned. Well, because it comes to me every time, dude. But uh, also, you know, it wasn't just Mahomes. Marshawn Lattimore, who's been a really good corner in the NFL, was uh, 11th overall pick in that draft. So and there's, oh, man, you go look at that draft in general. It's just like stud, stud. Christian Wilkins, Rashawn Gary. It's just like stud, stud, stud. Right. And John Ross, you know, that we passed all, all those guys. Yeah. John freaking Ross, injury prone. It was and meant they, to be. They only confirmed it was the year we drafted both Drew Sample and Ryan Finley. It was on the same year. And that do you're telling me that duo didn't become elite somehow? Right. No. Man, I'm just fucking shocked. Hey, it all happened for a reason, and we all got that uh, replica Lombardi sitting in our room at home after after we get it. Uh, Zach Taylor we'll says Trey Anderson dealing with a minor lower body deal. So just so everybody knows, that's why he's in the street close today. Hey, that's time to be – hey, take your time to heal. I don't care. Listen, that burrow – had the, the burrow effect on that injury with that calf muscle I, is that they're going to take it – they're going to be extra cautious with everybody now. I guarantee as, you they will. As they should. Yes. Yeah, they're walking out and they see somebody just with a little like, hitch in their get-up, and they're like, hold on, wait a minute. Maybe you ought to set out today. All right, Greg. Reds Power Hour slash five to ten minutes of Reds talk. We got hey, well, well, guys, clock is ticking. Clock is tick, 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 ticking. Will they make a trade before the deadline? I don't know. I don't think that. You know what, what? man? I, I, I just want I want Justin Verlander for this one reason and one reason only to see Kate Upton in Reds gear. That's all I want to see. It's a good reason. I mean. It's a damn good reason. But, hey. no, I mean, look at the, over the weekend, man. Took two or three from the Dodgers. We back in first place. But here's another problem. We have the Cubs now who are quietly three and a half games behind us right now. So, yep. I hate Cubs fans with a passion. And we need to – We this is a huge series for us against the Cubs here right now. So, we got to see 
we got to see that we got to take two or three from the Cubs, man. Plus, I just can't stand Cubs fans. I can't stand them. They drive me nuts. I don't like dealing with them. I just can't stand them. Uh, he can't get traded now because they put him on the 10 day disabled. Yeah. India's not going anywhere. No, he, no. Um, no, um, uh, look, I mean, I don't think now's the time to make a trade because we don't know. We never even thought this team was going to be here. I think in the off seasons, when you got to look into making trades, you have more time to think about what you're doing. I mean, look, I mean, like uh, the, our pitching has been great since the all-star break just started back up. Weaver gave up two runs Saturday. I mean, good Lord, man. I mean, that's what I I'm saying. Like, pitch, what if we're trading, what are we trading for? I mean, the thing was a few weeks ago, people said we trade for pitching. But our pitching's doing great right now. Right. We were saying starting pitching, but with Lodolo and Green potentially coming back within right. the next few weeks, maybe we can hold out for them. I still don't think guys like that are the answer, Greg. Dreamweaver there who had one, you know, come on, man. We know his ERA was trash before that, and but he's yeah. got some wins and this, that, and the other. Still well, not you know, he, he got lucky, man. But like I say, you know, Williamson, man, is slowly coming on. You know, Abbott's still sharp is still still doing well. But like I say, going back to Justin Verlander, he's 40 years old, man. It's just, it's just not worth this half. Maybe next season, when I know, when we know they could be this way. That's a different story. I just don't think it is. Uh, our pitcher's coming back from injury. Nice. Uh, Antone, oh, and what about Antone? Isn't he getting close? Yeah, he's Antone. starting uh, he's starting in triple A. I uh he's doing a relief appearance there. I maybe today's game potentially uh, right. soon. I just saw that today. And I, I really like Antone, but if I was gonna add something, Chop, my answer to that question is uh, still another bullpen arm. Uh, to me, you could just never have enough good quality bullpen. No. So I wouldn't be against adding a bullpen and that doesn't mean you're giving up anything of value a lot of times for Who that. do we if it's a one-year rental type thing, you're giving up a minor minor prospect in the organization. You're not giving up any of your top guys. Someone in like double A? Yeah, somebody in double A, single A, a young guy, lottery ticket for that team, and you're hoping to get an actual solid relief pitcher to, to help you win in the playoffs if you can get there, you right. know, to help you get to the playoffs. So, I mean, if we add somebody, I think it'll be more minor now. Right. But, I mean, if we added a starting pitcher, I wouldn't be like, Super upset. There's the yeah. other guy in Detroit too, the the Rodriguez that's yes. like two point something ERA. So give me that. Uh, Dave, uh, point out Dave right here. We were talking about this deal, Lorenzen. I'd love to have Lorenzen back. I'm not saying give me a quality number one starter. Just give me a decent three starter. I'll take that too. Well, he, he was an all star this year. Oh well, where, who's Lorenzen with now? Uh, I forget. Detroit also, I think. Detroit. Dude, what are they doing this year? I'd take Lorenzo back in a heartbeat. Yeah, he was his first year as an all-star, so shout out him as a starting pitcher. He's had a, a great season for him. So well, He's also a damn good hitter, too. He'd be a great pinch hitter, too, for us also if we needed one. You'll forget about that about him. He's also a good base runner, too. Yeah, he's a good athlete in general. Yeah, so that's something to think about. But yeah, what's your prediction here? I think it's a four-game series against the Cubs too. So, and the Cubs are on like an eight-game, nine-game win streak. Or something. yeah, they're they're hot, man. You know, they're hot. Um, let me check here. But after the Cubs, we play the Nationals three-game homestand. We should easily win two out of three. Well, we should, but you know, I've actually yeah, still got to show up and play. 
Uh, the Cubs, Cubs. Oh, dang it. We do have a four-game series against the Cubs. We have yeah, no off games. days this week. Oh, well, I know it's a four-game series, but I was like, what's your prediction on the four-game series? You think three and one, you take it, two and two, you're happy because they're – I'll I, take I two and two, but, man, we cannot afford to go – we cannot win one. If we go on four, I mean, that could be de- that could be just devastating for us. I just don't want another team to have to worry about. Uh, okay, but so if we can – they got a loss. They were on. I know they were on a seven-game win streak or so a couple days ago. So they right. Played. I don't know too much about them. I haven't followed the Cubs much. Brewers have just mainly been the team I've been worrying about. But the Cubs, man, you know, I know I'd have to look into them. But did we have to take three, uh, at least two games in the series? At least give me two games. We're gonna take the series, Greg. Quit fucking crying. We're not gonna right, lose. Well, look, look, my little niece. My sister-in-law, her whole family grew up Cubs fans, and she and my little niece has Cubs gear. If my little niece, I, I am making it my mission. There's no way my niece is becoming Cubs fan. That's not happening. Yeah, fuck your family, Greg. No, 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 no. no. I'm just making it. I'm just making a deal. There's no way she's right. becoming a Cubs fan. That's not happening. All right, no. Greg. Who's the Brewers have this week? Do you, can, do you uh, have information for us? Uh, give me one second here. I, I can Cubs look also. You could have ended on what's your thoughts on Nick Wright, jackass. I don't even well, know. Uh, well, this is not this is great. After the Braves, they play the Nationals for three games, then they have the Pirates for four games. So they got a walk in the park schedule. But the Pirates have kind of played them tough here in the games I Yeah, but the Pirates yeah, you know, it's a division rival, so we'll see. But no, I'm sorry, man. The Nationals, I mean the Nationals are a crap team. Those are wins handed to you right there. So Brewers have a hell of a lot easier than we do right now. And no, after but, but, Dale, after the Nationals, we play the Marlins, who have been on fire recently. So, and we they, have some tough games coming up here, man. Yeah, but we said – I mean, the Brewers have kind of had our number, but we say the same when we're going to face the Dodgers and stuff. And for whatever reason, reason we've had the Dodgers numbers. So he's got I don't know why the Dodgers in the hell they were ben- – they benched Moogie Betts yesterday, man. That was just a gift given to us. All of a sudden, our bats came alive, man. I mean, look, for everybody out there worried about what's his name, De La Cruz striking out, believe me, it drives me nuts too. But remember – He's 21 years old. He'll be fine. Just keep him out there. I know he's going to be striking out. Believe me, it drives me nuts. But he's only 21 years old. He'll be fine. He's still great when he gets on base. I'm not worried about it. Hey, Anthony. Nick Wright is a complete jackass. Yes. <laughs> the Bengals window is closing. I'm sorry. Is Joe Burrow still our quarterback? Right. Our Chase and T. Higgins. Nick Wright is a Bengals hater. He admits that he's he just says shit to say shit. Him and that other idiot that's on the fucking radio that I can't stand that went to fucking prison that used to work with Boomer. And I don't even deserve to remember his name because he's a cocksucker too. Both those guys can go fly a kite. They're fucking Bengals haters just to be haters. Like, get a fucking life, boys. Go root for your team, but we don't need you over here with your bullshit about our team. Just shut the fuck up and move on. Yeah, they just troll for followers. Yeah. That's it. Cocksucker. They talk shit. They're just trying to get attention. Nobody wants to. Everybody just tries to see what sticks on the wall, you know? Yeah. They're, they're haters just to be haters. They, that's, they suck, man. Yeah. Sh- Shannon Sharp, I don't know. At least he tries sometimes. I don't have a strong opinion. Keep, keep anybody, trying, oh, go ahead. Anybody that's been on a show that does a show with uh, Skip Bayless, you know, like their job is literally to troll. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Good money to troll. Can't even hate on it. No, fuck no. God damn, they send me that check. I'll start trolling a little bit. Yeah, for sure. It might be bigger than that one Derek sent me, maybe, by a couple dollars. Yeah, verbal clickbait for sure, man. Yeah. 
agree. Greg, uh, speaking of the Reds, you guys got uh, Vaughn on tonight, right? Dude, uh, so I'll just tell this story, man. They, I, a month ago, I reached out to him on Messenger, didn't answer back, and I was telling you about it. You're like, Greg, don't give up hope. I was at Kroger's shopping last week. I thought I was going to get kicked out of the store. I thought I was just going to freak out of joy and all that and stuff. I thought people were going to be like, we got a maniac in this place or something. He did, he did have a maniac in that Started place. around and they're like, uh-oh. Yeah, yeah. So I messaged him back quickly and like, you know, then he like messaged me back like his phone number. I'm like, okay, this is pretty legit right here. So he's been liking this stuff on Instagram. I Dude, I'm just so happy. He was only with the Reds for one year, or but that was that 99 year. Legit, or has it been me all along? No, that would be that would be a cruel as hell, Greg. If I did that to you, no, it's cool. No, it's cool. No, but you told me don't give up, man. Don't no. give up. And it just out of the blue one day, he messaged me back, and I was just so happy. It just like I say, I am so excited for tonight, man. I mean, he, this guy was a four time All Star. He was only with the Reds for one year, but that '99 season, he had 45 home runs for us. Very exciting season for me as a Reds fan, Dale. I'm sure you remember that season too. It was a heartbreaking season, but it was such a fun season to remember that year. That's going to be a good show. Yeah, yeah it's a seven o'clock tonight. Seven o'clock, everybody tune in. And if you can, and catch that and support our brother, Big Savage Greg. Not here. Big you got Savage Greg. Job? Uh, no, I was just going to say, uh, Greg saying he almost, he, he thought he was going to kick kicked out of Kroger reminded me of the time I did get kicked out of Kroger. Uh-oh. It was when I worked in radio. I was working for Q102, and they had me do stunts, and they had me go up to that um, Kroger in Clifton and just go in there and start. They said, just go in there and grab a toothbrush and open it, and some toothpaste and open it, and start brushing your teeth in the aisle. <laughs> Why is that not surprising? So I did. And then, um, of course, security came, and um, they took me up into the little Kroger office or whatever, and I was being a smart, I was live on the radio, you know what I mean? So I was doing live things with them. And when I went up there, I didn't, I don't know, I guess I, for some reason, I didn't think I did anything wrong, which I totally fucking did. And, um, it also reminds me a lot now of the patients I get when the stories, when they come in there. So luckily they didn't send me to PES, but, uh, (laughs) they were up there talking to me about charges and all this. Oh, they were like, what are you doing? I'm like, well, you know, that's, I do this for work. And they're like, where do you work at? And I was like, I give them the tagline. I was like, Q102, Cincinnati's number one hit music station or something like that. Doing all like professional Q102, Cincinnati's number one hit music station. And then they said, well, this guy over here, this, this manager is trying to decide whether they want to press charges on you and we take you to jail or if they want you to just pay for the stuff and go. And I turned off that fucking microphone and I was like, yes, sir. I can pay for that stuff. I apologize. I am sorry. It was just a radio bit. I would love to pay for these items. And so I paid for them and left, and I've never been back to the um, Kroger on short fine since. <laughs> Chop, you always have stories. I don't Thanks. think I'm allowed Chop, in there. When's this book coming out, man? Uh, probably after I die. Chronicles, after I die. It'd be worth more than Greg. I haven't started writing it yet. I better hurry up. I got heart failure. Yeah, send it to me and Greg if we're doing it post. Me and Greg get some money off that shit. Hell yeah, man. Hey, all right. Fuck the kids. I'll send that money to you guys. Yeah. 
Bastards. Yeah. All they do is yell at you. While you were off, did you hear about this Cleveland Browns fight? This guy hit the dude's face mask so, face mask so hard, he hurt his hand. Did you hear about that? Not that one. I seen the one where the guy went up and was like, boop, and then ran off. I saw that one. I did not know, but I mean, what is going on? Travis Kelsey, man, getting into fights. Everybody's fighting one another these days, man. Well, it's, uh, it's that time of year, man. Everybody's ramping up for the season, you know. I would like to talk shit about them uh, all fighting, the but we had our own fight. Yeah. It's going to happen. Yeah, that just happens, I guess. I mean, but at least nobody's, like, punching a helmet around here and breaking their fucking hand. That's just ridiculous. Well, no, remember on Hard Knocks years ago, who was that one special teams guy? He, like, hit him in the face and all that and stuff, and he's, like, uh, he was joking around with the guy saying, next time you hit him, take his helmet off first, then hit him or something. I I forget what happened and all. I think it was George Iloka that got hurt or something when he did that in special teams on Hard Knocks one year. Yeah. All right, fellas, well. I'm I'm out of here, so you guys keep going if you want. Or end nah, man, I'm I'm out. No, I'm out too, I man. Go I gotta go scrub the balls. I gotta go. I gotta go eat dinner. Get ready for I'm, my next show. Thank you all for tuning in. We'll be back Wednesday. I might end up being like this if my internet's still shit, but we'll figure out something. If not, you'll have these two lovely gentlemen hopefully on Wednesday to entertain you. So well, appreciate y'all. Yeah. Who day? Who day? Love y'all.